Hey everybody, this is Don Newman and this is Living a Life Worth Remembering. Uh, we talk a lot about how we can leave a lasting legacy. We talk about how we can impact the future. This show is all about uh, living a life that lives on after our own lifetime has ended. I'm so excited today. Uh, my special guest happens to be my daughter, uh, Ashley Caston. She's been on the show before and uh, we talked about uh, uh, being a mom and talked about her first book and talked about so many things back then. But I'm excited today because I get to kind of put the word out about her newest book uh, that is going to be coming out uh, here very soon around Mother's Day. And uh, so we wanted to get the word out and share about this book. And if you know of anybody uh, that could benefit uh, on a book that would uh, help especially encourage uh, moms about praying for their family. This is the book that you want to share with other people. So I invite you to tune in to listen to this and share this broadcast with other people. But Ashley, welcome to Living a Life Worth Remembering. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's exciting to be here again. <laughs> yeah, it just seems like yesterday we uh, did our last broadcast. And of course, you were with me at Exponential. Uh, you did such a fantastic job talking to pastors and talking uh, to uh, leaders about writing and publishing, and you've just done such a great job, and your mother and I are so proud of you, but I love this book, and the title of the book, uh, and we're going to show uh, you guys the cover of it so you can go and order it, pre-order it, it's available for pre-order right now, is Because She Prayed, I mean, you talk about an awesome title says it all, because she prayed a mother's guide to powerfully and purposefully praying for your children. And uh, it's an incredible book. I've gone through it and I'm excited to get my copy. Uh, some of the things that are in there are, are just spot on. They're just like right on target for each thing that I believe that a mom, and, I, and again, I'm not a mom, but listening to this book, it helps me understand many of the things that a mom would want to pray for. So Ashley, why don't you talk about the book and just kind of share why you wrote it and maybe, you know, who you were writing it for. Yeah, sure. Um, so a little bit about me, for those of you that maybe didn't catch the last, last show, I am uh, Don Newman's daughter, one of his daughters, and um, I have a house full of children. We have four girls here. I homeschool them. My husband and I are campus pastors at a church here in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, so there's just always a lot going on in our house. There's a lot of busyness, like maybe some of you other moms, uh, you can relate to those seasons where you are just kind of in the, can seem like the overwhelm of motherhood, which is actually, I wrote my first book, uh, specifically speaking to that, that overwhelming state of motherhood where you just feel like you're in the weeds. And that's called lessons I found in the laundry basket. Um, and so I've always had a heart for motherhood ever since becoming a mom, because it's just such a a special just it's almost like a club like you're in the motherhood when you are in it you are in the mother like you see another mom at target and her kids melting down and she's got one hiding under the shopping cart and another one that's like you know throwing a fit and one that's got goldfish leaving a trail down the aisle you know and you just give her that look like I, I get you I totally get you I'm no judgment here right <laughs> so I had this kind of special place in my heart for um motherhood and really the Lord started kind of laying on my heart in ministry for moms. I would have never thought it's funny as you're talking dad about, Oh, you were just with me at exponential speaking to pastors. That was never on my radar 
ever, none of this really was. I just was just doing the mom thing, right? And um, little by little, the Lord started putting some things on my heart and just, I just obeyed in every little step, like starting a podcast or starting a blog or writing my first book. And so sitting here now with my second book about to come out around Mother's Day is just a little surreal to me because, and people ask all the time, how do you, how do you do that? How do you make time for that? I don't understand how you've written. I don't either. <laughs> I cannot explain except that it's just God math where he just puts extra hours in my day or something like that to where I'm able to um, get it done. But truly it is. It's uh, just a lot, a lot of help from the Holy Spirit um, getting, getting this done. So anyways, where this book came from uh, was kind of just my heart um, hearing a lot of moms talk about how they didn't know how to pray for their kids. They wanted to pray for their kids. They knew the importance of it. They knew that we're supposed to be praying for our kids. It kind of just seems like the right answer, right? Kind of the Sunday school answer. Of course you pray for your kids. That's important. But how to do it, how to even fit it in their schedule, what to pray for, um, what Bible verses to declare over their kids, what that even means, you know, to cover your children in prayer. There was a lot of questions about that. In fact, I had more than a couple people reach out to me at different times asking me to put something together to help them with praying for their children. And so I started to kind of see this pattern over and over again of these moms wanting to know how to pray. And I thought, gosh, that would be fantastic to do something for moms, you know, maybe a little course or something. So I actually just started a blog, blog post, which is how my first book started too. I'll just, I'll just start writing a blog post. Little did I know as I started kind of outlining it, I'm like, this would make a fantastic book. <laughs> so here we go with a full on book, this tiny little project that was going to take me a week to do then turned into over a year. Um, of just writing and writing. So encouragement to any moms out there who are writing books and you feel like it's taking you forever, that's okay. You just keep going. You put in the hours here and there where you get them or your 10 minutes, or your 30 minutes here and there. And eventually it turns into something and you go, wow, I don't know how I did that, but here it is. So, um, so yeah, my heart behind this book is just to come alongside the mom who knows the importance of praying for the, her kids, who wants to cover them, um, in prayer, but just kind of needs that handholding and that guide that says, hey, here's how you do it. Here's the areas to start covering them in prayer. It's kind of like a jumping off point, right? It's like, let's get some down some of the basics, like how to find time to pray, uh, what to know about the enemy schemes against your kids and the Lord's plan for you, um, how to use scripture verses to pray with your kids, all of that, and kind of just guides them through it. Yeah, I think it's, well, you know, I've always known uh, that uh, you have a huge heart for prayer, and you and I share that, and uh, you and I have been on some prayer journeys together, and uh, we've been in some places where, you know, prayer is, is so important, and so I've seen you live that, and, and so I know it's a huge part of your life, and as I read the book and kind of read what you're writing, the thing I love about it while it's not too complex, it's not deep theology, you know, that somebody's got to have a degree to understand, right. but it's also not the same thing you would read in any other book. And I, you, you can see all the books behind me on prayer. Your book really is unveiling your heart and it is really relating to a mom one-on-one -on -one, and you are sharing some things. So I think 
you know, any, any mom that is like, hey, how do I do this? How, how can I be successful? You're being honest, you're being transparent, but you're also being real and, it, and it's deep at the same time. You know, I love the table of con. I, I love table of contents. I always tell people when you're writing a book, pay attention to your contents because people yeah. look at the cover, they look at the back cover and they go to the table of contents. So I'm just going to read a couple of the table of contents and then talk about a couple of chapters and let you kind of hit on them. But, uh, you know, you guys, you can go online and actually check this out, uh, you know, before you pre-order the book, uh, you should be able to see the table of contents. But, you know, you think about this, the blessing of a praying mother, that's like one of the chapters, the plans for you and the plans to destroy you. Wow. Yeah, I want to talk about that one. That, that one's really, really important obstacles that keep us from prayer and yes there are prayers for protection prayers for salvation and spiritual growth prayers for wisdom prayers for godly friends prayers for future spouses prayers for boldness prayers for purpose prayers for discernment and there's a whole bunch more that are, that's in there but when you read, it's not just surface, okay, this is how you do it. You're telling a story. Uh, every one of the chapters I went into, uh, you were telling a story, your own experience. And because it's real, uh, it's, it's actually very, very impactful. And uh, I highly recommend this book, not just because you're my daughter. I just think that there's an anointing upon it that's really going to help somebody when they crack it open and they know, okay, I can hear what she's saying. Cause that's the thing when I read it, I could hear what you're saying. I didn't just read it. I could hear it. Uh, and so I love the chapters. What, what is one of your favorite or what chapter, like you think about the book and I know all of it matters, but what's, what's one or even two things that really stick out that you want to make sure people understand. Um, okay. Well, so the way that I broke down the book was uh, the beginning is kind of the okay, let's get started. Let's understand prayer. Um, let's break down some of the kind of maybe myths behind prayer or the obstacles to prayer. And then it go, switches um, and then goes into specific categories of prayer, specific uh, topics, I should say. So it starts off with kind of talking about um, how to break down those obstacles, what you need to know about the enemy's plan or about the Lord's plan for you. Um, what um, kind of just your call to prayer as a mother, why that's important. And then that's when we start going at some of the ones you talked about, like praying for godly friends, praying for um, their future spouses. So what I tried to do and what I know that I love about it, because it's actually helping me too, is having those specific prayers in the book, you certainly don't have to use them, but for some, it's really helpful because it's just kind of that modeling, teaching how to pray for your kids. Yeah. Um, gives you kind of, it's like a diving board, right? That you can jump off into. Okay, but praying for spouses. I didn't think to do that. That's excellent. Oh, you gave me scripture verses too for that. I can start declaring these scripture verses off of my kids. And hey, I can actually use this prayer when I'm, you know, maybe you're a working mom and you're busy. And at the end of the day, you go to pray for your kids and you're just tired and nothing comes out of your mouth because you can't think of what to pray, except don't give them bad dreams, you know, let them have good dreams tonight. Um, so you can take that and say, okay, well, tonight I can pray over your future spouses. So that's one thing that I really um, like about it. And then as far as like a favorite chapter, I think I probably had the most fun writing the part about the Lord's plan for you and the enemy's plan against you because I think I'm so passionate about that 
that it was <laughs> hard to rein it all in. You know how you get, I'm sure you know how this is dad, because you were a writer too. So you sometimes get that like so passionate. It's like, you can't even slow down the keys. You know, they're, it's just coming out of you and you're feeling it. And you got that inspirational music. I know you do the same thing. You turn on the inspirational music in the background. That <laughs> So you're listening to like the Rocky theme, right? And you're just going and it's flowing out of you. <laughs> so that's how I felt when I was writing that chapter. Like, yes, if they can just get this, if moms understood this and started covering their kids in prayer and started seeing their position as um, just kind of like the warrior in the home for that, for covering your family in pr prayer and really like standing on the front lines of the battle and not ignoring it, um, not being afraid of it, but being bold in your faith and understanding your authority in prayer and covering your children in prayer. Gosh, we would be unstoppable as moms. The enemy would not be able to get a hand in our household. So I think that part made me really um, excited to write. Wow. Well, that, that chapter definitely stuck out to me. And as I read it, because you were very, uh, I mean, you're very transparent right from the very beginning of that chapter, uh, you know, about uh, just a chapter in your own life. And I think you're showing how the enemy is going to attack anybody, but especially a believer. Um, you and I've talked a lot about that, you know, one of the things we both want to encourage people is to understand that their prayers matter, that their mm -hmm. prayers really do have an impact. Um, what do you think um, happens sometimes that a mom or anybody, but especially if we're talking about moms, would feel like, oh, my prayers aren't going to matter? I mean, you know, what is it that that comes against them that you think is an obstacle that really tries to keep them from doing that? Yeah, um, well, I think there's a few things that can come against us. I mean, certainly there's obstacles where it's just as like a logistical thing, like, you know, you have your obstacles, like, I don't have enough time to do it. Um, I'm just so tired. I can't think of the words, those kinds of things, which I talk about in the book. But then like you're addressing the obstacles where it's these um, kind of mental blocks where you think, gosh, yeah, my prayers don't matter. I'm, I just can't pray like so-and-so does. Those can be huge blocks to really um, tapping into that power of prayer. So one of the big ones for moms is uh, either being so tired that you can't even think of what to pray for, or just feeling like your prayers aren't powerful enough. Cause we kind of have this as humans, we can be a little prideful, right? We know this, we can kind of think everything's about us, right? It's about our ability, our own strength. And so we can think that when it comes to prayer, that prayer is based our a powerful prayer is based off of our ability to make it powerful, right? So the words that we use or the length that we pray, um, you know, you go to prayer meetings and you've always got the one person there that like blows everyone out of the water, right? And you think, shoot, and I got to pray after them. And they just pray for 30 minutes straight in the length I don't even understand, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, prayer warrior Polly, she's over the, always there at every prayer meeting. And you're like, oh gosh, <laughs> I can't pray after her. And so we think that um, because that in our society, we kind of, uh, think that that's what powerful prayer looks like. Then we go to pray on our own and we're like, gosh, I sound like a kindergartner when I pray, you know, I'm over here, just bless them, give them good dreams, um, you know, help them to make nice friends at school. And we tell ourselves, or we allow the enemy to tell us really that your prayers don't really matter. You don't pray powerfully. This, these don't mean anything. You might as well not pray. And once we recognize that it's really just that a lie from the enemy, um, then we can start going, okay, you know what? 
my prayers do matter and it's not based off my ability. Um, what I give to the Lord, it's, it's on his side where the power comes from, not on my side. And so, and he sees my heart and you know what? He gave you that mouth to pray to him with, he gave you that uh, brain, everything. And so you giving it back to him is an honor, right? It's almost like worship to him. When you pray back to him, you don't need to worry about uh, how it comes out, how eloquently you speak. Uh, you just say like Moses, right? That was his excuse. Like, I don't speak very well. I don't, I don't have all these words to go and do what you call me to do. God wasn't looking for that. He was just looking for the yes. And so for us as moms, God's just looking for our yes. You know, he just wants us to say, yes, I will stand and I will cover these children in prayer. You take my words and do with them what you want. And truly, um, as you begin to pray, as you begin to make it a habit and uh, become more comfortable with it, you do start to get to that place where you're like, man, things are coming out of me that I don't, I don't even recognize. And that's just really the Holy Spirit speaking through you. So um, that's probably, I think one of the biggest obstacles is just feeling like, you know, they, they matter. Feel, they feel like they, they don't have the same weight or matter. Yeah. I can yeah. definitely see that. But when I, it, when I read the title, uh, because she prayed, I immediately, there were names that entered my mind. Uh, Susanna Wesley, John and Charles Wesley's mom, famous stories about her praying and John Wesley and Charles Wesley both saying we would not be who we are without her. She wasn't on the platform. She didn't have a, a big ministry. I didn't have a ministry at all, but yet she did have a ministry and look mm. at the impact. Uh, you saw what I shared recently, the story of uh, Jonathan Edwards and his wife and the fact that they would spend time with their children every evening. And when they trace the generations down, they call it the fifth generation principle, that literally in the line of their family, you have senators, doctors, lawyers, pastors, and really uh, everybody is pretty much a believer. And Jonathan Edwards basically said, it wasn't because of me, it's because of my wife. And, um, you know, and again, there, I think of, you know, I think of my own mother who prayed for me and prayed and continues to pray for me. And I feel those prayers. But even I think about your mom, I think about Tracy, you know, my wife, and, and I think about, uh, yes, I'm on the platform. And yes, I'm out there performing and doing all these things. But the impact that I saw that she had uh, on everyone's life, including mine, quietly praying, consistently praying. And so um, that legacy, you know, of prayer that's been handed down from, you know, we mentioned the name, nobody's going to know who this is, but you know who it is. I know it is great, great Aunt Epsi. Uh, people in lineage, how do you think prayer uh, not only impacts the current environment, but it impacts future generations? Uh, well, yeah, through what you just said, because we we can tend to think that our um, our quiet prayer life is just stays kind of right there, you know, like because we don't see it. We we all like immediate gratification, right? Whether we like to see things, and so <clears throat> a lot of times when there are situations that arise, it's our immediate um, kind of response to do something in it about the in the do something about it in the natural rather than to pray about it. I mean perfect example is like when there's something irritating about your spouse, maybe or something that's just like, oh, this has to change. Your immediate response is to go and fix them, right? I need to go and, or when you see your child 
uh, maybe going down a path that's not right. And you're like, if they would just listen, but maybe if they, I discipline them more and we don't go to um, prayer as easily because we think, oh, I just take these matters into my own hand own hands because it's kind of that quiet life of prayer that again doesn't feel like much is happening but when we see when we start to see prayer work in our lives which I talk about in the book when you start to see the fruit from it from this you know behind the scenes labor that nobody else knows about all of a sudden that you you realize that when you partner with the Lord that he can do way more uh, than you ever could he doesn't just uh, you know make things okay he actually makes them better than they were before, right? He restores and then some, like he upgrades you. And then all of a sudden you have this treasury of stories of the power of prayer. You're able to say, well, let me tell you about what the Lord did. You know, that we were going through this situation. We were, um, maybe we had a bill to pay or a child was sick and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And then, and then these get, these stories get passed down to generation and generation. And you've got this, um, this really treasury of amazing stories of how God came through and um, answered those prayers. So that's one way it impacts is just through the uh, stories. I know that there's stories that you guys told us as kids that, I still remember, and that have impacted me greatly. Um, and then I just, I think there's things that we will never see in our lifetime that happen in prayer because we know our prayers are eternal. Even long after we're gone, our prayers continue. So when we're praying for our great, great grandchildren, when we're praying for our lineage that they would serve the Lord, those prayers keep working. So we, we, we never see the effects of all of the prayers that we um, pray, but uh, we know they're eternal. Yeah, they, they definitely are. I, I know there's so much of what you share in there. And, uh, you know, before before we close up, before we end today, you know, I'd love it if there's any kind of story or anything that from your own experience, uh, maybe it's in the book, maybe it's not, that you could just share of your own experience in prayer and how you saw God meet you in that moment or the impact of the prayer. Uh you know, because I know that you've got a lot of that in the book, but just want you to share something before we close up. Mm -hmm, sure. Well, there was something recently that happened. And one thing I always encourage moms to do is to pray out loud with your kids. Um, there will certainly be the prayers that you pray in quiet, you know, in your prayer closet, but <clears throat> get your kids involved in it too. Let them see um, your faith kind of out loud is what I call it. Uh, because what that does is it gets them involved in the process so that when they see things come forth, they're able to say, hey, wait a second, we prayed for that. I remember praying for that. And now look. Um, so one thing we recently were praying about was uh, friends for my oldest daughter because we moved to a new church, well, a new campus of the church that we attend. And so it was a kind of a big move for our family. We moved across the city and, um, you know, had to kind of make new friendships with these people at this other campus and adjust and all that. And it was hard at first for my oldest because she was leaving one of our closest friends at the other campus and now coming some to a, a campus that mostly had younger kids than her. And so we started praying about this. I said, well, don't you think God cares about your friends too? If he's provided everything else we needed over here, which is a whole nother story of prayer in itself, just how he provided the house and everything else that we needed um, but I said, if he provided all of that for a family, don't you think he has good friends for you too? And so she was like, well, yes. And so we started praying about that at night and saying, God, bring the, bring friends of good influence, godly friends, friends that she would connect with that are around her age. Um, 
And so there was a, a Sunday morning where um, there was a new family that came and they were um, being shown around the church. And I noticed that they had a daughter around Paisley's age. And um, so after the service, I introduced them to each other, you know, and I, uh, my husband and I were talking to the parents for a while. And we were all kind of hanging out afterwards while I look over and they're already playing hide and go seek around the church. Like they're instant connection. Right. And they're just running around the church and playing. So afterwards I talked to Paisley, she came up to me and they were, you know, the family was leaving and I said, well, that was really cool Paisley. And she got this big smile on her face. She was like, yeah, I know. She's, and she said um, something like we had so much fun. And I said, look at that God already answering your prayers. And she got this face on, of course, it's like, okay, mom, you know, <laughs> but it's like, she knew it's like, she saw like all that time that we had been praying before bed that here was God bringing that special friend, um, that he cared about her too, you know, and that, I mean, that really just showed her the power of prayer right there, that those prayers matter. So that's kind of just a small story. I have 10 more and there's more in the book too. I try to kind of share something in every chapter, but, um, all that to say that even the little things God cares about, and it's so important for our kids to see that they can take all the things to God, whether they're big things, big, scary things, or just little desires in their heart. They can bring it all before him and he hears them and it matters. He loves them dearly and he cares about those desires in their heart. That's awesome. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more because, you know, many times people think, okay, the only time we need to pray is when it's desperate. When mm -hmm. it's absolutely the world is falling apart and they don't understand that God wants to be involved in our daily life. And the way we get to know him and know that he loves us, of course, is through when he heals us of something or delivers us through a difficult problem. But, you know, there's, there's thousands of small things every day that God wants to do in our life and through our life. And uh, they all make up that ability to know him and hear his voice. And he cares so much. Well, I just can't encourage uh, everybody enough to uh, get a copy of this book. Again, we're going to put the link up at the end of the broadcast. You can go on and pre-order uh, the book on Amazon before it comes out, before Mother's Day. I know that's very close, but you can still get a copy. If you want, if you want to get a copy for somebody, you can go ahead and pre-order it now. Uh, have it shipped to them. You can do that through Amazon, Barnes & Noble. You also, uh, we're going to put some information up regarding my daughter. You can, uh, there's just a little bit of time. You can be part of her launch team, and that's simple. If you're like, I believe in this, I want to get a copy, but I want to share with others uh, of this message, uh, she'll send details to you. We'll get the information. We'll put it up at the end. But what I'd love to do in closing, Ashley, is just let you pray for just a couple minutes, and we'll close and pray um, for these moms. And you know, just really, I mean, there could be there could be a father that's listening to this, somebody listening to this, and I just believe that. Uh, everyone's going to be encouraged by this conversation about God and about talking to God in prayer. And so why don't you uh, close by praying for everybody and we'll end then. Sure. Well, Lord, we just come to you right now. God, I thank you for all of the parents listening today. Thank you that they're not here by accident, God, but that um, this message was for them today. There's many of them that I know right now are feeling that tug at their spirit, Lord, that you've been calling them into a deeper walk uh, with you into a deeper level of prayer and uh, really to rise up to that authority of praying over their home, over their children and over their whole household. So Lord, I pray that you would just um, 
encourage and equip these parents to do that, Lord, to stand on the battlefield and to cover their children um, against all schemes of the enemy, against every weapon formed against them, that you would teach them how to use scripture and how to uh, declare your truth over them and how to pray against all schemes, how to dismantle them before they even begin. I pray that you would give them wisdom and discernment, that they would even begin to hear your voice during the day, speaking to them about their children, about the way that you've gifted them, the way that you've created them, the unique things that you have put inside them. God, teach them how to um, identify those things and speak to those things, but then also um, how to pray for the things maybe that need shaping or molding in their lives. God, I pray that this would be a turning point for many parents that as they uh, begin this journey of just understanding what it means to be a praying parent, that they would see such a remarkable change in not only their children's lives, but in their life as well, as they learn to rely on you fully for all of their circumstances and to watch expectantly uh, for those answers in prayer. We love you, Lord. We give you all the glory and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Ashley, I love you so much. Proud of you. Thank you so much for being here today. Anytime. I loved it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll let you interview me when my book comes out. I need somebody to talk to me about mine. So we'll, we'll yes, reverse absolutely. it okay? because I need to be interviewed. I'm going to have you do that. Uh, <laughs> definitely. Well, hey. Yes, and talk to you, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, no. We'll, we'll make it a trip. Absolutely. Always. Well, hey, thank you guys for tuning in today. And again, I want you to uh, share this with other people. Again, information will be up at the uh, close that will give you information on where you can go and order the book. But I just encourage you to uh, get a hold of this, get it as a gift for somebody that you know that it would bless. But thank you so much for being a part of living a life worth remembering. I encourage you to go back and look at some of the shows that are on my YouTube channel. And if you haven't subscribed yet, I want to encourage you to do that. It's Coach Don Newman. That's the channel on YouTube. And you can actually subscribe uh, below and you can actually click the notification button. I, I, I typically, I'm going to do a new interview with somebody. Uh, try to do it every month or so, but uh, you'll want to hear who's coming next. And you'll be able to do that by hitting the notification button. You also can go to iTunes and look up Living a Life Worth Remembering, and you can subscribe to the audio version. But subscribe to it, share it with others, and uh, we'll look to encourage you in the future with other people that are living a life worth remembering. Thank you for being a part of this today. God bless you, and may your future just be full of great opportunities to impact the future beyond your future. God bless.